0: Hello and welcome back. This is Consider This Northumberland and I'm your host Robert Washburn and you're listening to Northumberland 89.7 FM. The spread of COVID-19 in the workplace is one of the largest untold stories of the pandemic. Entire factories have closed. Small businesses can be crippled. If one person gets the virus, it can spread quickly, creating hardship due to staff shortages and even shutdowns. The technology of rapid testing has existed for months, but the uptake by the business community is slow. There are many products of varying quality and accuracy. It is complicated and tough to decide. This meant there were a lot of kits, but not a lot of users. The Ontario Chamber of Commerce stepped up by offering to work with the provincial government to distribute quality rapid testing kits to businesses across the province. Plus, it is giving them the necessary training. It could be another weapon in the arsenal as the province tries to control the spread of the virus. It is also a way to bolster the economic recovery. As Kevin Ward, CEO and President of the Northumberland and District Chamber of Commerce, said in this interview, the initiative could be a game-changer. You will hear how the program launched this week. Plus, he will give the details of how significant this program is for Northumberland and the province. I'm so pleased to have with me today Kevin Ward, President and CEO of the Northumberland Central Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to Consider This. Thank you so much. It's lovely to be here. Rapid screening for COVID-19 is coming to businesses in our region. Can you tell me what is happening through the Northumberland Central Chamber of Commerce?
1: Yeah, we've actually just launched. We're doing a rapid antigen screening kit distribution uh, for our membership. Um, this is actually a program. Uh, the, the initiative was piloted in Waterloo by the, by the Greater Kitchener, Waterloo, and Cambridge Chambers of Commerce, and it was a way to distribute the screening kits to businesses and take advantage of of the inventory that was really just sitting there not being used um, and provide a really valuable tool to the business community. Um, Very successful in that region, and so with the Ontario Chamber of Commerce and both the provincial and federal governments, this has been rolled out to a number of chambers across Ontario, and we're really pleased to be able to offer it to our members.
0: How many rapid screening kits are you going to be able to distribute right now?
1: My first order just came in last week, and we ordered 26,000 kits. Uh, Sounds like a huge number, but when you consider all businesses with up to 150 employees are eligible for this program, they are free kits to those businesses, and recommended screening is twice per week per employee. So we, we have the potential to go through an awful lot of kits very quickly.
0: For those of us who don't know, what is rapid screening?
1: It's basically a way that we can identify asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic cases before they enter the workplace. Uh, it's a nasal swab, not quite as, as deep as the one that you would get at uh, the hospital or the regular clinic, um, but it's a really quick turnaround. It's about a 15-minute wait for the results, and essentially what it does is allow the employers to identify, as I said, either asymptomatic or even pre-symptomatic cases before they enter the workplace, and that can stop the spread, which can be devastated, devastating in a
0: Now, does this replace or substitute public health measures?
1: Absolutely not. This is an additional measure, um, but even if there's a a positive test through this screening process, they still need to go through um, the regular channels. Um, A a presumptive positive or an inconclusive test, the individual would have to immediately self-isolate and contact the local public health for a PCR test.
0: Now, this program, it's aimed at small and medium-sized businesses. You said up to 150 employees. How many businesses would that impact within the Northumberland Central Chamber of Commerce?
1: Our membership is over 300 at this point. Um, and this program is open to all businesses, whether they're members or not. It's sort of an interesting situation. Um, the, the Port Hope Chamber is doing the same program. They, they launched theirs about the same time we did, and they were able to set up, I think, through the Jack Berger Sports Complex. We actually were able to set up in our office, and I work closely with all the chambers surrounding us. And so we, we reached out to the um, brighton Crammy Chamber of Commerce, uh, and they weren't able to have a physical location for the, the initial testing. So I contacted Nancy at the Trent Hills Chamber and we had a little chat, and so we decided to work together. So essentially, Nancy at the Trent Hills Chamber and myself are also providing that initial training for members of the Brighton-Cramming Chamber of Commerce, so it's a huge geographic region and three different chambers of commerce involved in this one partnership.
0: How does rapid screening assist small and medium-sized businesses? What is it going to do to change their dynamic in this pandemic? It's a voluntary program, both from the, on the um,
1: part of the employee and the employer. Uh, but what it will do is if, if you have someone who is asymptomatic and you're able to screen them before they enter the workplace. It can prevent the virus from being spread throughout the entire workforce, and that can be devastating. Um, Certainly, we're having significant uh, uptake from larger businesses, which makes a lot of sense, but we're making a real effort to emphasize that this is also vitally important for small businesses. If your workforce is only three or four people and somebody comes in and unknowingly spreads the virus, can be really devastating it could shut down a small business so this is just a tool to help businesses prevent that from happening
0: you'd also think too that as a small business especially if you're a retailer or somebody that's in the service industry it would be an assurance that you'd be able to give the public to say you know hey it's okay we're testing our people it's even safer to come in now you know and that
1: would be entirely up to the businesses the the privacy aspect of this is is quite clear Um, the businesses who participate do have an obligation to report back to the chamber on a weekly basis with their test results Um, and that's because we are essentially accountable for this inventory and we need to report back to the government but there's no personal information collected no personal information is reported to the chamber and in fact when we do our reports to the ministry we don't even include the names of the businesses participating we just do the, the sort of final uh, tally of results. So in terms of the privacy, it's entirely up to a business whether they want to promote that they're doing this or not.
0: But you can actually see how it might help in terms of public perception. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, it's certainly on par with the standard procedures of uh, pandemic protocols, um, the, the hand sanitizers, masks, uh, limiting the number of people in the businesses when the businesses are allowed to let, let people in again. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just another tool in, in that toolkit um, to help us get through this.
0: Now, how did the Ontario Chamber of Commerce become involved in the distribution and training of rapid screening? You alluded to it a little bit earlier. Can you just talk a bit more about that process and and why it was significant that the chamber stepped up? Uh, a,
1: a lot of our uh, initiatives uh, throughout this pandemic have been coming through the Ontario Chamber, and it's because we're a a province-wide network. We meet on a weekly basis through Zoom, and it really is an amalgamation of of almost every chamber in Ontario. Um, So it it basically comes from the individual chambers, gets pushed up um, to the provincial level, and of course the province works closely, or the provincial chamber works closely with the provincial government. And so that was sort of that opening for us. And so when the initial pilot project was proposed, they went along with it. Um, and after that success, it rolled out very quickly.
0: The Ontario Chamber of Commerce has been very heavily lobbying the government to try and assist small and medium-sized businesses, especially retail, in coping with uh, all the procedures and the lockdowns, etc., that have been taking place over the last number of months. How is, does this move by introducing rapid screening help expedite, if at all, the ability of businesses to uh, regain their business models and, and regain their business uh, as, as they were before? Well, the,
1: the roadmap to reopening is based on vaccination levels and the actual numbers of infection rates. And so this is a tool that's going to help reduce those numbers. And the quicker we can reach those objectives, the quicker we can start to reopen again.
0: I understand rapid screening was available to businesses before this partnership between the Chamber and the province. It seems to me it makes a lot of sense for it to get involved, but it also seems to expedite um, the ability, this rapid testing program that the government wants to put forward. How how? From our perspective locally, what have you been hearing from local businesses in terms of the reaction to this offer to have rapid screening available at a local level? To make it accessible
1: and to know that it's coming through a reputable um, source is huge for businesses. There are a lot of screening kits available for sale out there right now, and certainly a lot of businesses have been purchasing them. this provides, through the, uh, the integrity of the Chamber Network, uh, a reliable source of the product. Uh, and I think that's going to be very reassuring for businesses.
0: What is the interest within your membership in getting these kits? Uh, we launched on...
1: My gosh, can't remember which day it was. Um, we had three local businesses sign up within 15 minutes of our, our website going live and interest continues to build. Now we're getting a lot of phone calls with questions as well, which is ideal because we we want to make sure that everyone completely understands what this process is and what the obligations are. Um, So, so far it's been very well received.
0: When does the training take place and what's involved?
1: The training is very, very quick, to be honest. Uh, It's a video. We actually have to witness the supervisor Uh, Each business needs to appoint a supervisor who will supervise the process. Um, So that individual needs to come to the chamber office. There's about a five-minute video uh, produced by the Ministry of Health that they need to watch, and we need to watch them watching it. Uh, And then we have the kids here. If they have any questions, we certainly will try to answer them. Uh, And then after that, they're done. Once that initial training is done, They pick up their first order and subsequent orders we're actually setting that up so it's once again by appointment only we're doing appointments on Tuesdays and Thursdays of each week Um, and subsequent orders or reorders will be zero contact curbside pickup by appointment
0: right now it's free will there be a cost after the current supply runs out or when would there might be a cost involved
1: I haven't on that at all at this point. Um, There's certainly a lot of inventory out there. The distribution process is working quite well. We're able to get our shipments within two or three days of ordering. Um, We keep very close tabs on our inventory um, so we know when we need to reorder. But at this point, we have not heard anything about the inventory being used up or any cost involved for business.
0: Can you paint us a picture of the impact of the pandemic that it's had on your members? Can you maybe share some stories about the successes or the challenges your membership have faced up until this point?
1: It's been very interesting. Um, Different sectors have certainly been impacted in different ways. Um, But the one consistent thing that has constantly impressed is the amazing resiliency of this business community. We have seen, I mean, Pivot is so overused, um, but we have seen businesses essentially reinvent themselves for this new environment. Um, A lot of online commerce happening now, which really was inevitable, but it sort of sped up the process. Um, Switching to things like the curbside service and and things like that, um, it's been really good. Um, The challenge, of course, is in terms of the communications in regard to the restrictions and the uncertainty. Um, Not knowing when we're going to be able to open is a challenge. Um, We certainly lobbied to have a reopening plan, and we were pleased to get that. Um, We'd certainly like to see it expedited at this point.
0: What do you think are going to be some of the lessons or the takeaways from the pandemic that you see going forward in the future, as somebody who regularly talks to small and medium-sized businesses in our region, I, I think that
1: the next round of strategic planning sessions for businesses is going to look very different from the last one. Um, something that we never would have dreamt could happen happened, and there was a it was a huge learning process. Um, we we've, we're now armed with that knowledge. So moving forward, I think the businesses will in fact be a little bit more prepared in the event something similar happens again.
0: One of the things that's been rather impressive has been the rapid rise of, of the digital economy. How would you have described the transformation locally?
1: Uh, we've had a number of retail businesses actually switch to online. Um, a number of independent businesses uh, have cropped up offering on marketplaces to assist smaller businesses who aren't able to do it on their own. So we're, we're absolutely seeing that happen, and I, I think that's going to be a continuing trend. Online shopping is here to stay, um, and our local businesses need to make sure they get their cut of that.
0: Are you in a position to share a story about an individual business or an individual person that has really stood out to you during the pandemic?
1: actually went online, they were figuring out how to do deliveries and it grew into a second business for them, Um, Northumberland Delivers.
0: How has the Northumberland Central Chamber of Commerce been transformed by the pandemic?
1: It's interesting, we had um, one of our staff people retire early on, Uh, that was scheduled to happen. And we actually haven't replaced that position at this point. So I've sort of been a one-man show here uh, through the pandemic. We've been very cognizant of, of the pandemic protocols. Uh, certainly I'm set up so I can work remotely when need to, um, but there are things that we do that are essential services. Um, so we come into the office and set up appointments for things like that uh, have to be done. Um, moving forward, it. Uh, I think like many businesses, we learned that there are more efficient ways to do some things. Um, Paying bills and getting checks signed and things like that. There are alternatives that have always been around there. We just hadn't uh, really investigated them. So we are, in fact, working more efficiently now than we did before.
0: You'll hear people talk about pivotal moments or game changers. Is the introduction of rapid screening one of those moments in this pandemic?
1: I think it is, but I think it's also partly the timing, Um, having the screening, having an actual plan moving forward, uh, seeing the numbers of vaccinations increasing across the province. um, It's feeling more positive. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. And for a long time, there wasn't. And that was very difficult.
0: So where does it go from here?
1: I think that uh, the Chamber of Commerce just continues to support businesses in every manner they possibly can. Um, Certainly, I know a lot of non-members have benefited from all the work that we've done through the pandemic, and we would certainly hope to see them join our our ranks uh, in the future. Um, But yeah, I think the Chamber network itself is even stronger than it ever was, and that's beneficial to businesses right across the
0: Tell me what else is going on at the Chamber of Commerce.
1: We've had uh, a couple of really exciting projects. Um, certainly on June 1st, Tuesday, June 1st, we launched um, the uh, Inclusivity uh, Project. And it's basically when we recognized that uh, Pride events were not going to be happening live again this year, we wanted to find a way that we could help our businesses to the word of of, of welcome and inclusivity Uh, so we actually designed and had uh, door stickers uh, printed and they they say you are welcome here people of all gender identities races ethnicities sexual orientations faiths and nationalities are welcome and safe in this place of business so those have all been distributed by mail to our membership and we had extras printed because we know that non-members will want to get in on this as well so we've launched that one and then of course we also have an annual event that we partnered with the town of Coburg on the business achievement awards and of course the format our, our traditional format while it's much anticipated and looked forward to wasn't exactly an appropriate format during a pandemic so the committee met and they came up with a really interesting and innovative approach and so that's going to be launched this week as well and uh, businesses can look forward to uh, perhaps seeing something in their mail very shortly.
0: And when will we be able to hear more about these businesses and the awards that has been handed out? When does that take place? Uh, the, the rollout will likely begin next week, um, but it's going to be happening over the course of several weeks. Kevin Ward, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today.
1: My great pleasure. Good to talk to you as
0: well. That was my interview with Kevin Ward. CEO and President of the Northumberland and District Chamber of Commerce. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca, and don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more from Consider This.